hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And the rusty nail is here. Welcome to the microbrew review, everyone. This is episode 130. Hey, oh. Which for some reason felt like a reason to celebrate, but I don't know necessarily. Yeah, you're like, next episode's 130. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it just, like, it took us. It's a round number. It took us a long time to get from 120 to 130. I don't know. Maybe we've just been very busy, but I, I'm delighted to see our progress and it'll be well into 2016 before we get to 150. The lovely sound. Though I'm going to be honest, today's theme would be perfect for 150. So or it 200, kind of. 200, yeah. 250, 800, 500 would be good too. Wow, we're just all about round numbers. So wow. Rusty Nail is here because he's an awesome friend who also lives close and loves craft beer. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like... <laughs> Never it's, underestimates the power uh, of convenience. Of convenience, yes. <laughs> um, however, I'm a little concerned about the amount of hate mail that he may or may not receive after this episode. Oh, oh he will. Remember that one person is driving tonight, so be a little kinder to that one person. I'm always kind to people. Or, I mean, I have a bicycle, but I don't... I don't think two of you are going to fit on my bicycle. And a guest bed. Uh, Major That's Hot true. Lips is riding, taking me in, taking me home today. Uh, so this is the Bourbon Barrel Stout Aged Podcast. Mm-hmm. Eat your heart out. Bring out the fan mail. Oh. Cousin Max is like twitching what? at a distance right now. Hot Lips, you want a little of this? Yeah. As the non She wants occurs. all the things. She was like, yes, ma'am. Our sir, studio audience. Yes, so I am really glad that we got to do this one today. I, first off, am excited about it. And secondly, I, it lends for many opportunities for stories. So even oh, better. Tell us a story. Why don't you start off and introduce this beer? All right. So this is Abita's uh, Bourbon Street Imperial Stout, mm. which is aged 100% in bourbon barrels. I'm... I think it's interesting that they have to specify. I thought that interesting too. One hundred percent, not sixty-five like, or eighty-five. One hundred percent. I guess it's their way of saying it's not a blend, uh, but it's it's ten percent ABV, and uh, I bought this on Thanksgiving Day. I should have waited until the next day. I bet they had a sale. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could have, but I had to leave my hotel at three in the morning to get to the airport, so it was probably have not. You been to New Orleans before? Nothing oh. closes. That's true. That's very true. Um, did you really leave at 3 a.m.? Well, that's horrid. I did. It was. And Jason discovered Uber, and you would have thought that he invented it. It was so adorable to watch oh. his. And I think part of just, it like, is. very excited by it? He just thought it was brilliant. Well, because he loves technology. Um, but also, I think he gets a little stressed by the whole idea of a cab and, you know, like rolling around in the back seat and what if they don't speak English and what if they don't know where we're going and yada yada. <laughs> so the fact that when we get in the Uber, they already have it in their phone where we're going is like, it's nice. Of course. Uh, I just like that you have an estimate of what it's going to cost you before you start. So there's no surprises. Like yes. when I sit in a cab sometimes and I just watch the number go up and up and up, I'm like, okay, maybe we can stop here. I'll get out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. And we're at my $15 limit. There we go. So Thanksgiving day, Jason got a little sick. We were hanging out on Bourbon Street before dinner. Uh, and so Did he said, of any of the strip clubs. Yeah. I no. Oh. Why not? Um, he wanted to. I would have been a for it, but I pretty much only brought country bumpkin clothing, and I was like, I can't imagine sitting in a strip club in jeans and a t-shirt. As long as you're not wearing sweatpants, they don't care. They don't go. For shirt. real? Yeah, it's, there's not a dress code for strip clubs. <laughs> not for the patrons. 
I didn't want to feel awkward. Anyway, so <laughs> I you've made it awkward. I've made it awkward. I went out um, to get Jason something to settle his stomach, and on my way back from the Walgreens, I passed a liquor store, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I'm having company. If I have to. I want to take Ian something that's maybe unique that he's never had before. Success. Uh, and when I went in to get that. I, well, part of it was I had a really drunk bartender the one day show me a couple of bourbons that I had never seen before, and then he tried to get me to pay $24 a shot to try it, and I was like, I think I will pass while I'm drinking my buy one, get one free hurricane. Um, what is it with the South? Annette and I went down to uh, a lot of to there. Key Largo. It's buy one, get one. If that was in Pennsylvania, we'd all be dead. <laughs> that was amazing. We're just going to edit yeah, it out. That music that you heard was buy one, get one. <laughs> that was if the you angelic. If you've ever had a buy one, get one drink, usually there's some kind of orchestra in the background giving you some kind of yes. Yes, you know, there is a divine being. There's something about the studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> sublime. <laughs> truly. Truly That's sublime. Amazing. Hey, um, I've, I've, from the beginning, I've been all about the fact that, hey, we're sitting in a living room, so shit happens. Hey, we're in a living room. We have sat some really crappy yeah. places in 130 episodes. So that was some noise. It happened. We had cell phones. So you picked this up where? New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay, there, are they a Louisiana like, beer? Is that what this is? Uh, I believe it's they right over Louisiana the line. Until the uh, Hurricane Sandy? No. Katrina. 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 Uh, and then they moved their facilities after Katrina, mostly because it was more expensive for them to wait and then rebuild in the place where they were than it was to just buy a property in the next town over, which happened to be... Bet it's on the bottle. Bet it is. I bet you could look at it. <laughs> I was... Uh, All I know is that when I was down in Gulf Shores, Louisiana, Alabama, Abita Springs. Yeah. In Gulf Shores, Alabama, you can get Abita everywhere, and I fell in love with Abita. Everything from the purple haze uh, and, and just, you know, little that's something, the, something. See, uh, no, that's, that's uh, little, Lagunitas. That's oh, Lagunitas. I drank everything down there. I think Lagunitas Delicious. is better than Abita by far. That's oh, the only yeah. reason why I Well, they're that. a very West Coast IPA, which is a style I very much care for. Yeah. Um, I. Your hair is very Back fantastic. to the Future mm. right now. Stylish. Uh, thank you. So, let's talk about this beer. Okay. It is a uh, 100%. 10% and aged in only bourbon barrels. To be fair, I just got some of the Bourbon County Stout, and they aged some in rye barrels, and they have aged some in barley wine barrels and such. So That makes um, sense. I guess not barley wine barrels. But, they, how do they but do for that? the price, it was like a $12 yeah. bottle. I know that we love bourbon barrel stouts. Um, uh, it was eleven ninety nine. That's what I get for rounding up. <laughs> this is an excellent $12 bottle. And yes, this large it is very, format. very good. On the side, it reads that it was actually cold-aged for six weeks before previously going into the bourbon barrel. Oh. And much like a lot of breweries where I have been um, somewhat lukewarm with their typical offerings, uh, Fat Tire comes to mind, actually, because they recently made headways in the Philadelphia market. Uh, they're a Fat Tire. Well, a lot of Fat Tire is a... Beer, New Belgium. New Belgium. I'm sorry. Yeah, New Belgium. Um, but the number of people that come in and say, hey, do you have fat tire? And I'm just like, no. no. Why, would, why would you so want to drink that? It's so average. It's like the yingling of, is it an amber? <laughs> or red? It's an amber. Yeah. Every, yeah. It's, like, it's like a terrible, it's, yeah, it's, it's worse than yingling. And like, I just don't know why anyone would want to drink it. But 
some of their other offerings are fantastic, and I, I just don't know why like their, their triple's nice and is it's super affordable. Amber crap. If it went in one particular location of the country, they're gonna try it in every other. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean just because design. in Pennsylvania we're used to like some amazing crafts and some. Well, they're from Colorado. There. So well, they have a good lot of competition really good beer out there. Yeah, okay. They should do better, and they. Ha- I just think they're old enough that it was kind of like, hey, we make a beer that's not Budweiser, and everyone was like, oh, this is delicious. But it's similar to Coors Light. But Wine I tried it, and it just leaves me like that cottony mouthfeel that I no. hate when I drink bad beers, and it just doesn't taste good at all. I do need an aside and say, the the nose on this. Delicious. Oh, Chocolate. I hate it. You hate it? Are you kidding? I can't figure out if maybe I need to switch out my glass. Like you something like actually smells off. Smell this the... one. Okay. Let's do a um, comparative. A comparative choose your Yeah, glass. no, yours is much yeah, more. Yeah, it's a little crappy. <laughs> okay, good. Dark color So it's not with, the beer, it's the glass. That makes me feel better. pale caramel color um, and chocolate and roasted malts. So Abita is another one of those. Uh, I spent a little bit of time in Louisiana and New Orleans um, for a bachelor party a number of years ago. And, you know. They're not exactly known for their beer down there anyhow. And I was kind of just getting into beer, but I knew I liked craft beer and, you know, looking for stuff that was more um, different. And so I tried some of the Abita stuff and I was kind of like... I can understand why they like Purple Haze on a 112 degree day in the summer. Like, that makes sense to me, but... Abita is is their yenling. Abita in their regions are yenlings, just like, you know... It's their Yingling, if Yingling that also went on to make Imperial Stouts and anything that wasn't just Yingling on their like Lord Chesterfield, which is fantastic, <laughs> mostly for the name. I uh, I only had one beer the whole time I was there. I was there six days, I guess, um, and it was on my culinary and cocktail history tour. Did you have the Nola IPA by any chance? No, I actually had a pecan ale. Oh, um, which. He was telling us about the beer before I got to smell it or taste it, and I was like, please, God, tell me it's not a brown ale. Because if you put a roasted pecan in a brown ale, I'm done for. Uh, (laughs) And it wasn't. Thankfully, uh, it had a lot more hot body, but still a nice smooth maltiness to it. And it was really good, but it's from a a local place where I guess the husband really wanted to brew beer, and the wife is a... Like, you get a real job. Like a molecular (laughs) biologist or something. And uh, she got him a brew kit. He he brewed one, was so proud of it, and she tasted it and said, this is terrible. You should go back to work, and she's now their brewmaster. Because, <laughs> you that's know, phenomenal. That's, I love it. So, um, they're, they're fairly small. I cannot remember the name of the brewery now to save my life. But um, I'll never forget, so we were in the place where the gin fizz. Slow gin fizz? Um, Nazareth? No. I'm trying to remember that. Ramos, where the Ramos Gin Fizz was invented, mm-hmm. the 12-minute shaking. We were in that bar is where I had... I 12 had an, minutes of shaking? Yes. Chimney they crickets. used to hire young boys to come in, and each one Did would they? shake it for <laughs> a minute. Were yeah. they, were they okay. part of the uh, budding clergy? <laughs> what, what you guys could not see, oh, podcast listeners, is that the beer mistress was shaking her fist back and forth. Yeah, and they, and very vigorously. Uh, vigorously. No wonder And said so, children. I'm like, so whoa. Fizzy. Yeah. Whoa. Well, so we were in that bar, uh, and that's where the where I had the one and only beer. And as I am talking to the bartender, I look across at her tap handles because I'm thinking, all right, this is a, a place that knows their stuff. 
And as I look across, I was like, oh, good Lord, that's the Jefferson sweet potato stout. And she goes, yeah, how did you know? And I said, I recognize the tap handle. She goes, oh, isn't this amazing? It's so popular. I was like, I have two bottles of it in my basement from a year ago that I can't get rid of because it's like the gag it's gift of awful. Horrible. It's so terrible. And she, she was so offended that I found it to be terrible. And I was like, I'm sorry. We podcasted about it. Could barely choke it down. It was That was some bad stout or whatever porter. Do you yeah. mind if I ask a question, guys? When it comes yes. to bourbon cured beers, specifically stouts, where is it in the beer drinking experience where you actually taste the barrel? What are you actually looking for? Depends. It, I mean, is it different for every single? Where In this particular one, where do you taste it? Because it also depends on the body of the beer that went into the barrel, I This think. is using oats as its, as its body. That's how it's actually getting some of its fullness. I don't get a lot of bourbon on this, to be honest. Um, I think I get it at the end. In the exhale, yeah, the yeah, is really where it is. Um, there's a couple of beers where you definitely get it on the first sip where you're like, full bourbon. Um, but most of them, I feel it is on the kind of that exhale that you let it sit and you get that caramel or vanilla that, yeah, you can get that from a regular Warmth. stout, but it's got a little bit boozier of a kick. Kind of like um, a, oh. <laughs> there are beers that taste like bourbon. I mean, okay. by all means. Speaking um, of which, we yeah, right. might be about to enjoy one. I've actually never had such a beer. Uh, I'm uh, we, super excited about this. So normally for our, our theme, we try to pick the beers in a, an order that kind of really flows where we have, um, you know, where we, we don't want to wreck our palate too early. Uh, and so for this podcast, we just decided to go by ABV since they are all imperial stouts aged in bourbon barrels. And before we open the next one, I'm going to go get a glass that doesn't smell funky so I can enjoy it properly. Please do. You are returned with a fresh glassware. Did you smell it already? I did. I it smelled okay. it before smelled I brought it, it over. Mm. Uh, so next up, we have, I would say, the heady topper of stouts. I'm so excited. Richly is... I think. Uh, Richly is spitting on us from a month. Love the brewery. Like, yeah. I've had this one. This is from uh, this year. It was bottled on March 5th. And it is the Founders KBS Highly Acclaimed Kentucky Barrel Stout. Mm. Uh, it is only 11.2. So oh, only. Your game, oh, my. oh gosh. I know you were talking about how long it's been since you cried. Maybe, maybe now. Uh, I will say this is a beer that I've been trying to get my hands on for some time. I can't believe that I've not managed to score a case of it through my various connections. It's also one of those beers where I always find out about it like two months after it came out, and I'm like, oh, that already came out. I didn't. Oh. You should have come. You should have come on the brewery history. Philadelphia walking tour that I did. Why is that? Uh, because I stumbled into Kyber Pass. Mm. Did they have it on tap? They had it on tap as oh, well as one twenty minute from two years, like two years worth of one twenty minute. I did, and the thing is, it was a, a special media thing. So usually, when you're on this tour, when they get to a new place, you have like two choices: they'll let you have beer A or beer B. But because it was media and it was a small group of us they um they're like hey we can afford it no matter what it is order whatever you want uh and i looked at the menu and i remember being like you don't mean that right and they said no really order whatever you want well apparently that particular day it was a wednesday which is why ian wasn't there because he was working that particular day they were celebrating something major like their anniversary or whatever so they had on like six or seven i could have sat there all night and drank and then would have had to try to uber home to the country it would have been a mess but I Still said, would have been worth it. 
for the right <laughs> i said so i can order the kbs which i have never seen on a menu ever on draft and it's free and they're like yeah just do it and i was like oh god oh god like it there's just a, there's a strong it's power behind yeah. corporate cards yeah it's fantastic like, and, and nobody else knew like the girl with me ordered a cider like a local oh. cider and someone else i was like guys Guys, there's like two different years of Dogfish 120 on right now. There's KBS you on should be right like, now. Guys, you They're can have all the rest of my beers tonight if you all just order this and give it to me. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what I would have done. Idea. That's a really good idea. All I'm right. a really, really big fan of Founders. Founders make such wonderful beer. Their breakfast beer. out is fantastic. Their dark I, stuff I, is I really just, good. Everything there they make that's dark is just tasty. I'm surprised that... Holy cow, the nose on this. It's very coffee. Exactly. Ooh. The last one was very chocolate. This one's very coffee. Yeah. Um, but no, they're... Um, who, the duck rabbit. Yes. I'm surprised they haven't done an imperial stout, Asian bourbon barrels. That's true, because they are masters they really of the dark beers. They really kill the dark beers. Yeah. Write them a letter, Ian. So this is going to be my first sip ever of... KBS. KBS. Mm. The world-renowned, highly acclaimed, as it says on their bottle. Uh, I'm nose, looking forward to it. I'm hoping that it's not too overhyped in my brain. The nose screams coffee. Yeah. You love like coffee. espresso coffee. You love yeah. bourbon. Dark, delicious. Italian style, yay. Dark and delicious. Neither of the pasty men sitting on my couch right now are dark and delicious. Wow, you went there. I like the things that I'm that pretty delicious. <laughs> Your mm. hair is just ridiculous. Does that count? Is it still got the spiky Oh, it's, it's pretty on? epically. Hey, every man's allowed to have a little bit of bedhead from time to time. Hey, oh. This is delicious, yo. It's yeah. nice. So smoky. Interesting that the nose had the coffee that, that it had because the other Whoa. flavors completely overwhelmed. That's coffee. sort of like... taste it in the exhale, but not sort of like in the... That fourth year on the Mad Elf when it no longer tastes like beer. This barely Brandy. tastes like beer. Okay, between the two of you, if you smack your lips one more time, I'm going to smack you somewhere. Good smack gracious. Smack your grandma. Sorry. All I, remember, I hear everything in surround sound, so all I heard was like... Three you know, dozen smacky smack smacks. Dude, your hair is on point. I'm glad it's finally getting long again. Stop making cut. eyes at yourself. Mm, it's really weird when you're flirting with your own phone. I mean, it's I pretty handsome guy so. looking back at me. I was going to say something about swiping right, but I don't actually know the difference. I had a great idea for a Vine video the other night of a real-life Tinder date where it was like a guy and a girl at a table having a conversation, and like the girl says something he doesn't like, and he just like... Like physically, like shoves her off the chair, <laughs> and like another girl just sits down, and they start talking. <laughs> um, while we or were, or maybe the other way around, so it's less like violently against women, but just like it's kind of like nope, left. <laughs> while right we were in New Orleans, we found a new video podcast oh, called yeah? mm-hmm. Good Mythical Morning. It's been on for seven years. It's amazing, and I love it. Aren't they bored of it? And it gave me it gave me so much hope about what we could do. They don't edit. Yeah, I think so, we should get to that point. And they're only like 15 or 20 minutes long, and I'm like, oh, we could do this if, like, they're masters of yes and. They're really witty and dry. Yeah, it's great. Well, I know I brought it up before, but the uh, Click and Clack brothers from uh, NPR, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, they do car talk. Or they used to. One of the brothers died, unfortunately. Um, but they were just these two brothers that knew a lot about cars and just all they did was laugh. It was like an hour <laughs> show of them laughing and they had the craziest laugh ever. Uh, and they were just like, people would call up and be like, yeah, my car makes this noise. And they'd be like, well, have you tried checking for the dog under the seat or whatever? And like just say crazy stuff. 
And they'd just be like, all right. So they'd do like three calls in an hour. And like most of it was just like back and forth, ribbing each other. And we're like, ah, just like crazy laughter. And they'd be like, all right, so what you really need to do is like go to your me mechanic and like ask him about this and see if that works. Okay, bye. Next caller. Uh, <laughs> so like they knew their shit, but they also. 30 seconds of advice. Right. And, yeah. and Which they knew, Four minutes they of knew in the ribbing, first ribbing. probably two minutes of just being like, okay, here's what's wrong with your car. We're going to riff on this for 18 minutes. And then we're going to be like, here's what you need to do. I think, I think you would really like it. Um, what was it about? What was their premise? Anything. People write in all the time. They send weird gifts. Or they do contests where um, if people win, they get to send in a phrase that nobody else knows. And they have to incorporate that phrase into an episode somehow without it being like weird or awkward. Or... Yeah. But the reason that I thought about it is um, on one of them, they did a Tinder date. So... Um, they had, they're, they're both happily married now, and I say this because it's been seven years, uh, but they're both happily married, and they're like, we realize You're five, not so happily married, it would, they, it, they made it through. It would be kind of awkward if we went on Tinder, but we wanted to know what this is all about, so they have their production guy go on, uh, they help him make his like profile, and they even like pick a bunch of girls to try to message to see if it's a thing, and it's, it's, a, it's a train wreck, but then they find the one girl who's willing to come on the show. And it's like the first meeting they ever have, and there she is sitting with the production guy, and it's the most awkward thing in the world. It was, it was kind of fantastic. But they also did an episode on, um, they're both grown. I think they're like in the San Francisco area, uh, but they're both like great worldly guys who have expanded tastes in many things. And like other guys in San Francisco. Um, Easy. Right. Uh, but they. Were you not thinking it? Uh, no. No? I live in San Francisco. It's not that way much. Uh, it's not that way much. I'm pretty sure it is that way much, but it's not one street, only that way. One street. Uh, so they street. each have like their one food that is absolutely their kryptonite. And so Raisins. They did, a, they did one where they're like, we're going to be adults and we're going to just face our fears and we're going to eat this for you. And do you remember you and the brain beer? That's what this was for like 20 minutes of them trying to... I was talking about to... the brain beer the other day, actually. Yeah. So mm -hmm. one guy like cannot wrap his brain around sushi. He thinks it's absolutely disgusting that people Weird. eat raw fish. The other guy, it was liver. And so the sushi guy did okay. He was like, all right, all right, I'm, in, I'm, I'm not enjoying it, but I'm not hating it. This isn't so bad. I might understand why people eat this. Liver guy actually had like a vomit bucket. Because, and the longer he chewed, he could not seem to swallow it. And it was sort <laughs> of like... makes it worse. Yeah. Oh, he was like... When I, you cook liver, oh. He said, I haven't vomited in like seven years. I'm going to vomit on this podcast right now. Like it was... <laughs> <laughs> Which has nothing to do with beer whatsoever. However. It, it, yeah. Um, that sounds fun. We, will sh we shall check it out. Mm. We shall. This... Is a delightful beer. I made Where the mistake the of going back because I had some left of the first one. So I took a sip of of the the KBS and then I was like, ooh, that's really nice. I should finish my first beer. And then I went back to the first beer and it, the body and like the flavor complexity is just not there in the ooh. first beer after. So I find that the bourbon is actually, I'm sorry. No, I'm done. Your point was good and sad. Oh. Sad for Abita, good for founders. Yes. Uh, it's almost, do you get like a little bit of a cooling at the end of your sip? Like, oh. like right now, let's in, in, in the roof out. of your mouth on the sides, the top 
top side roof of your mouth. I see it. I yep. feel like there is a, a cooler. Right up here. I'm pointing to my that, upper cheeks. That's the bourbon in my You're in a little my flushed. Opinion, at least. I'm not I'm not a scientist, nor am I a distiller or a brewer, but I feel like that's where I get the bourbon. Originally, I was saying that in the taste, it didn't actually taste the coffee, but now that I'm having multiple sips of this, I can certainly taste the espresso taste. Mm -hmm. um, where, like, the, where the uh, Abita was mainly a coffee and a, and a, and a, and a darker malt. I got a dark chocolate from that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a lot of chocolate malt from that. The, 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 uh, the Founders is much more coffee-oriented, and the, it changes where the bourbon goes. I think I'm really delighted that we had what we had for dinner. Yeah. It seems good, like a really um, good fit to have the chocolate stout braised short ribs with the, the dark meat and the little bit of spice from the cayenne before having some flavors as robust as these. I've never had a Founders darker brew that I did not care for. Right? Because they, they're so good at again. what they do. I don't know that they've made one that nobody would like. I forget. Um, I'm sorry if you said this. Where did you get this? It was a gift, wasn't it? He's looking up in the air. He's not sure. Was. I don't remember. Oh, I'm sorry for whoever gave this yeah, to you. Me too. Mm. I mean, you you brought it here like two months ago, and we were waiting for the right occasion. Ye who gave this to the professor, make sure that you send him a nasty gram. Mm-hmm. Say it was me. One of those howlers from Harry Potter or whatever. Um, I agree with you completely, however, beer mistress, concerning the body. The body on this one is almost um, uh, brandyish concerning its 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 thickness and its and its uh, how it crosses the tongue. It's just it coats. But but not in a heavy cloying mm. way. It's very satisfying. Completely so. That's the only thing we're gonna maybe have a little bit of trouble as we get through like four of these, saying something enlightened and unique about each one, whether they're all the same style. Um, well, I think it's a great um, comparison. Yeah, we actually have a theme for once. That they are all are all the same style, <laughs> and yet they're all so different. Yes, or at least so far they have been. Well, yes. when you're dealing with bourbon barrels, I guess it's you know. This next uh, beer is um, alarmingly uh, smooth. For the ABV. Alarmingly difficult to uncork. Uncork, obviously. Well, Victory doesn't do so many corking cages, so. And I can't open it. This oh, is the horrible it's part. Their first time. And. No, I mean, we, we have, have the white monkey. Break. We could take it. We have a. This isn't coming It was very down. expensive, so I would rather us use a cork than um, wear it. Again, um, the professor has chosen the feet to be the. And now the knees to open up a. You're making so many angry faces. He's, he's, it is really awesome. I'm reminded of a 12 year old with a new toy. It's uh, uh, this new toy that I will open. I will open. And I will enjoy. I will find it. I feel like you're gonna get more You've brow furrowing lines. I see the edge of there. Could oh look at him go. If only you didn't have those pretty and teeth, you could just bite the corner. And goodness gracious, listens people. This is among the hardest. <laughs> Oh, Did you hear that, good people? Yeah, right. Did you hear that? I really people? wanted it to. Oh. I, I would my have, hand hurts. I would have accepted a dent in my ceiling <laughs> if it meant. All right, so when you that is the hardest I think I've ever had to work. Professor, what took so much effort? Uncorking that bastard. But what is this? Oh, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh crap! Whatever it's it is. Victory's Java. It cask. is one pint of the Victory Java cask. It is a coffee stout, so not an imperial stout. Aged in bourbon barrels. I guess it is imperial because it's 14.3%. Yum. Mm. Um, I, I wrote an article about this. Okay, so 
You know how Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the biggest drinking day of the year? But oh, I witnessed it firsthand. Yeah, I want to hear some of those stories, actually. Um, There's this very attractive blonde that came in. That's all I got. It was a very short story. <laughs> I don't, don't remember her name, but she was wearing a beautiful blue dress <laughs> and had some assets that were... Notable. Well-aligned. Um, Well-appointed. Mm-hmm. Pointy. fake. Fake assets. So you, you're saying that they weren't diamonds. They were actually cubic zirconia. Yeah, but they were like... See, it's. I feel like for a girl, cubic zirconia, not as good. For a guy, it's kind of like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Um, <laughs> but it's still a diamond, right? Is what we're saying. So the Wednesday before, Victory calls it Black Wednesday uh, because they're very often overwhelmed at the brewery as soon as they open as early as 11 and 12 because people are coming to get beer for the holiday. So they're like filling growlers nonstop. Mm. Their bottle shop is going like crazy. Uh, And so starting two or three years ago, they decided every year they're going to make a special beer in one of these beautiful 750s with a cork and cage to be released. You think they'd be better at corking them by this <laughs> To be released on Black Wednesday. Wow. Um, and so this year they decided to make a very, very black beer for Black Wednesday. And this is, this is what you picked up at Black Wednesday? Uh, I bought this yesterday Okay. Uh, because I was, for work, oops, uh, I was down in Kennett Square and there's a new Victory location down there and I... Texted Not enough the, people know about it, so they still have some stock left. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's it. They ran out in Downingtown. They ran out in um, Parksburg. And uh, the bottle shops were out of it as well. So they only made one run, and when it's out, it's out. And uh, I had written about it, so I knew that it existed. And I knew they didn't send me a bottle, so it must be super rare, because usually they'll send me a bottle of the new stuff. Uh, and I texted the VP and just said, hey, I'm in town. Do you happen to be in Kennett? Because I figured they just opened Parksburg. What are the chances that he's not going to be at the Parksburg location? And he said, actually, I have meetings and I am here. You should come have a pint. And after my meetings, we can hang out. And I was there all of two minutes before I said, yeah, I'm going to need one of those Java casks. And I had it on draft yesterday. And I thought it was amazing. And three sips in, I was like, I'm going to need to order food. But <laughs> I can see why you would. It's uh, it's pretty strong. I want to say that Victory has been, I would say over the past two years, like a sleeper cell of beer. They are evolving. It's wonderful to watch. It's good. Well, and I even love, um, back when you were working for... Uh, Nebulous. Nebulous. They took beers off the line. They're just like, hey, these aren't selling. They're not that good. We're going to get rid of them. We're going we're gonna to do this beer instead, and we're going to replace these two beers. And I thought that was fantastic. So few companies do that. And they're just like, yeah, this one's not that good. We've made better. Let's keep making better. And they have continued to keep making better. The Dirt Wolf, I know I keep bringing it up. I know you don't love it that much, but I think it's fantastic. I do. And actually, yesterday, uh, Matt had, he made me try. They had a session IPA on down there. Uh, he made me try it because he brewed it, and he was really proud of it. And I tried a sample. You know, I had my two ounces, and I was like, yeah, it's really decent. I'm not going to. And I already talked to the bartender. It's like, I don't drink session beers. I don't drink that. And a lot of that is the older that I get and the worse that my knees are. I can't work off the calories. So I'm not going to sit. I'm <laughs> not going to sit and drink 16 or 20 ounces of a 4% beer for 300 calories. And, like, 
I'm sorry, but right now I'm drinking this 14.3% beer and I'm drinking five ounces of it because that's, you know, maybe. Um, But they have continued to, they're just, I'm very pleased with them. The whole Moving Parts series is fantastic. Um, Even if I don't love every version of the Moving Parts, the fact that they're doing it and the fact that they are all very drinkable. I have not not liked any of them. Exactly. Some of them are better than others. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, this English-style IPA, I'm kind of like, yeah, well, I don't really like English-style IPAs, so I find this one to be the least drinkable of all of them, but still completely drinkable. Absolutely. There was a point in time in their history to which if you went to their brewery and their restaurant over in Downingtown, that you would pretty much be assured that any beer that you have, no matter what style it is, has a has a very strong aromatic as well as a secondary hop that hits your that hits your palate. Um, with what I'm tasting right now, they are making leaps and bounds. Not a lot of hops in this one. This one is uh, no. I taste the IBUs. I taste what they're trying to do, but there's so much more. Complexity. Ian and I went over for the um, like the press preview of their restaurant here in Parksburg. Such a delightful evening. It was it was lovely, but I ordered. I don't even um, their Maybach. I don't. It was yeah, I think so. some German the Moonglow. No. Uh, yeah, Moonglow. I um, I couldn't believe it. It was this style of beer I never ever drink. It was absolutely was a German wheat beer. Was it beer. A, a Weissbach? Yeah, I think it was a Weiss. But it was dark. It was it was not like a Hefeweizen. And it was you know yeah, a it had nice a, almost like dark weedy. Oh my god, Brown. it was fantastic. And I was yeah. like, you know, as a girl who almost never drinks a German style beer other than I have a vice in the summer, it was oh, it was so good. Um, and I don't they really did. They made it for like September, October season, so I'm not sure that it's gonna stay around much longer. But it was superb. No, it actually I got their their list the other day and it is just a two or three month release but what that tells me is they're actually working on a not just a schedule and changing their beers but they're trying new things they're bringing new things forward and they're going they're, they're stretching what they what, what their comfort zone would be and i really appreciate where they're i would going. say they're almost surpassing weyerbacher at this point where, like, I really like Weyerbacher stuff, but I, I know them all stuff. so well right. that I don't really care Weyerbacher anymore. doesn't have the They'll collection. They'll do, like, maybe two new, years, two, two new beers a year. Yeah. And let's just, like, is it, they're great. I want to try them. But also, I don't know. I, I know what a Merry Monk tastes like. I know what the Double Simcoe tastes like. I know what the Insanity tastes like. They do good stuff with their bigger bottles, too. Uh, like, the Insanity is fantastic because oh, it's yeah. not just the Blithering Idiot. What I'd like to Why see from that? coming from Victory. Weyerbacher's, like, the... Allagash of Pennsylvania. Yeah. What yeah. I'd like to see from which from is not a bad victory, thing to be. What I'd like to see from Victory is is where can you go with with what your brewers want to brew? Where where is it that you'd like to? So go? have I you mean, been to the Parksburg location yet? I have been. Okay. And I, and I, I had a the feeling facility. there's no way it's that close that you wouldn't have. No, it's 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 too um, close to. Now I have not seen the restaurant yet. They were still oh. they were still working. So oh, I'm gonna have to. They opened take the, time to go. the Monday before Thanksgiving, week, so yeah. it's oh, only okay. been a week and a half, maybe. Well, then, okay, then maybe I've got an excuse. Maybe they're... no, <laughs> but that's I just you I don't. I don't. Damn it! Get your shit together. So, God. it Darn holds it. 350. Like that's huge for this area. Like, and I said flat out, the only competition they have is the Chili's because there's only one place that people eat. Sad, uh, but the Kennett location where I was yesterday holds a fraction of that. It might be 170. Mm. And I think they had 26 beers on. All 
victory beers, probably eight of them were Kennet specific where they let the local, you know, brewmaster take hold. And I'm going to say they're easily going to have 30 here in Parksburg. So, I mean, in terms of seeing what they have to offer, there's not, not everything is something that you can get in a bottle or that what we don't always realize is that this is available in 37 states. Uh, lie. Victory is available in 37 states. This right. particular beer at 14.3% was outlawed in three states because the ABV was too high. <laughs> Utah. Um, Ohio, Texas, and one other place that I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, probably Utah. Probably Utah. Shall we go back to the beer? I mean, I've been what are you thinking? very much enjoying it as you've been talking. I didn't. I don't know what it costs for a serving. It was actually a pretty robust serving. I'm going to guess it was nine ounces. At the bar, Ooh, so it's um, than a but tulip. Matt was comping me with my beer yesterday, so I didn't really get to see it on. Sometimes a when I go to certain drinking establishments, they give me glasses that should be served in a tulip glass, which is a good four to six ounces smaller, in a pint glass, and I never complain. Namely, Dirt Wolf's. I get a lot of Dirt Wolf's in a big. Dirt pint Wolf glass. in a pint glass is a very satisfying experience. And I like it. I was sitting there doing the math of trying to figure out what nine ounces of fourteen point three percent beer actually. Like, was that three beers worth of, <laughs> like... <sighs> At least two and a half. I think that, um, I don't know if you've been to any of the uh, Iron Hills lately, uh, but there's one that opened up in Ardmore recently, and mm. I have found that I very much enjoy going there for lunches now and again. Uh, their food menu is... I like their food. It's very nice. It's all, it seems very fresh. And they uh, challenge they nice their chefs options. to come up with new things all the time, which I like. And um, their beers are also... Better than I remember from four years ago, which is kind of the reverse metric that one would expect because I know more about beer. I've been drinking more and better beer, and I expect better from all these companies. Well, the, the coffee that, that I'm tasting on the Victory was, is different than, than the, the Founders that I tasted. I mean, Founders tastes more like an espresso. Yeah, it's like an Italian roast. Right, it's very distinctive and, and very uh, dark. While this tastes very similar to something that you'd that you'd get at uh you know just you know, it tastes like a, a standard cup i feel a little guilty because i think on many a podcast the abita would have stood out as something really interesting and unique Don't and feel guilty. it's not holding up now that we're trying no, it was great it. i really enjoyed it i thought it was it was good and it was also this sounds bad to say on about a 10 percent beer it was light enough that I could I could drink it in the heat kind of thing. Like some of these, you would only want to sip after the sun is down and you're having a cigar. Um, but well, remember the locale. You're talking about a southern beer, all things considered. No, that, so. that makes a lot of sense. I think Abita, all things considered, like um, much like Victory, I'm not... When I hear Abita, I'm kind of like, ah, Purple Haze, not my favorite. Or I think I've had their Amber, which might be Purple Haze. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, no, the Purple eh, Haze Abita, is unfiltered. It's fine. Like, they make a good city beer, I guess, if you want to call it something. Um, you guys are wonderfully spoiled. Yes. You guys, you guys we're have terribly seen spoiled. so many different brews come across this particular I've probably had table. over 2,000 different beers. In yes. the three years that we've been doing this, and yes. so Abita is is not as it's as fantastic not spectacular. As the other it doesn't stand it out. Doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't do it's, the job as well. And and I've I've gotten to the point where I'll go into a bar and look at their whole beer list and just be like, mm, I'll have a bourbon. Oh, that's happened to me more than once. And I curse the beer mistress. Yeah, but I'll go into Jose Pistolas and look at that and be like, eh. and their beer list is fantastic. 
Yeah, but it's but all like, relative. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it. I've had it. I'd rather have this. This one. Eh, I've had it before. It's not that oh. great. And eh, yeah, yeah, I do it all the time, and then I get so much flack because I'm like, "Oh, you're the beer mistress. Why aren't you drinking a beer?" It's like because I've had them all. Because none of it's that. Or uh, we were at <laughs> a um, we were at a fundraiser the other week, and uh, Jason even took off work so he could be there with me because it was a big deal, and I was all excited. And they, they did have Dirt Wolf on draft, and the price was very, it was $6 a pint. Can't beat it. The, that's a no, great value. Right. All beer and all water for the evening was served in a see through plastic cup. That. And destroys. so people were like, ah, and I was there. We were sponsors. Dashing Road was a sponsor of this event. I had a table. I paid someone to come out and schmooze for me to try to, like, talk about what we do. And they're like, oh, here's Shannon now. She's going to come talk to you about beer. And like, why are you drinking wine? I was like, because I'm drinking it out of a wine glass. Like, mm. it was really decent Sauvignon Blanc for the same price. But I'm not going to sit and drink Dirt Wolf out of a, like, bendable plastic cup like I'm in it's college. Not I'm not going to do it. And I know that sounds experience. terrible. I would have done it. You would have done it. <laughs> Jason did it, frankly. Um, but I it's, I won't. And it's, if I had seen a... A single piece of glassware that would have been passable, I would have asked for it. Or I would have even, like, sometimes I'll get a water glass and take it to the bar and be like, will you put beer in it? You know, like, I'm just not going to sit and drink out of plastic. One of the things that you guys should do in your future podcasts would just simply be, what is it about beer, now that you've seen so much, now that you've, you've experienced so much, that you consider to be... <laughs> Okay, for those who aren't listening, he made nor, magic. And all that I can't see it. There was there was a glass of water that was on there, and basically we needed an empty glass. An empty glass needed to be created. And he knows that we don't, drink water. <laughs> we don't drink water. We don't drink water, but at least we'll clean Peasant the palace beverage. with it. Um, as I was saying, it'd be great to hear from the professor and the beer mistress what makes a beer a memorable beer. What does it take? Now that your palate's a strong seen finish, so much, not just a strong finish. No, is I it, just is wanted it to know if I got in trouble for that saying would, that. that would be <laughs> and that may or may not involve beer, or maybe we'll just drink beer and we won't tell you that you were drinking beer while we do it. But it's one of those things that, gosh, with everything that comes in the market today, what is it that makes it awesome for palates that have refinement, who um, have seen it all? Balance. Yeah, I mean, for me, so much of it, it's, it's always going to be a personal decision. Uh, some people love fat tire. They still love fat tire. They could probably drink all of these beers here tonight and be like, eh, I'd rather have a fat tire. I will only drink Yingling if I am so thirsty and there's no clean water available. Like, I don't enjoy Yingling anymore. It used to be the standard. It used to be good until it's... It may it's still a fine be the same. Beer. That it's whole okay. thing of like the more well, you know, the same. right? And the more you know, the I more... love that he did just make the rainbow he with the star. I can't <laughs> say the more you know without doing the rainbow. Yeah, the more you know, rainbow. <laughs> um, and so for me, it's and we're right back to San Francisco. Every time I have a beer, that that kind of trumps. I used to love Bell's Too Hearted. Bell's Too Hearted, so good. I loved it, loved it, loved it. It's solid. It was it was a really good IPA. We served it at a couple of our early beer dinners. I still think it's good. Mm-hmm. If there's Bell's Too Hearted and Lagunitas on tap, I'm going to pick the Lagunitas every time because Lagunitas makes a better IPA than Bell's Too Hearted, in my opinion. Or we serve mm. Ballast Point. Yes. Very often because their stuff is just so reliably awesome. On, on point. Ah. 
I'll go there. You can't laugh like that with that hair because it's terrifying. <laughs> so would you guys say that, like, would you be the equivalent of, like, the back, the black belt of beer? No, are you, would no. you be the assholes of beer? <laughs> You're the assholes you. of beer. <laughs> Look, our opinion is not what your opinion should be. Our opinion is what our opinion is. And we would like to bring you, we'd like to think that we're giving you a reasonable, um, this is what we think. And comparison other sometimes, because we've, we've said, tried a lot so of you things. You can judge this against the other things that we've said. And if you didn't agree with the fact that Lagunitas is better than Bell's Too Hearted, then by all means, don't agree with everything else that we say. So I you love Lagunitas more than I do. I don't dislike Lagunitas ever. I love IPAs ever. more than you do. That's true. I like IPAs more than you. Yeah. Um, I like brown ales more than you do. Oh God. Everyone likes brown ales more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too sweet. I find. Hate brown ales. So I will say Chardonnay complete, of beers right there. <laughs> complete honest moment right now. All right. I was very proud to bring a Bourbon County bourbon barrel aged out from Goose Island from 2012 that I have been aging in my basement. Uh, I was excited and delighted to bring this beer here tonight. And I kind of saved it till last, A, because it's got the highest ABV, but also because I kind of thought it would be like the showcase beer of the night. Uh, I'm sorry, can I do mm. a rainbow? Please do. Rainbow. I'm not sure it's going to be. Just well, because some of the other ones brought it? There's some really excellent beers here on the table tonight. If I am Seriously, like, so many podcasters, like guest podcasters, are so pissed at us right now. Yeah. If I am anything like... I don't think most... this collection of beer will ever be assembled on our table again. <laughs> we should have raffled off the opportunity to be the rusty nail in this experience. Oh, like... should have been. should have been. <laughs> but to be perfectly honest, I have been very much looking forward to the opportunity of trying what we're about to try. You know that we're just standing here ruining you for the future, uh, I, right? I, I can. I, You'll, you're uh, going to be. You're like we're the Sith, and you're going to be like us. Uh, okay. And you're not going to regret it. If we if we give you this, and then like a sip or two of Pliny, and a little bit of uh, Heady Tapper, you're just you're done for. You you have nothing left. <laughs> nothing left. You're going to be the the beer snob to end all beer snobs. Well, so. I can't be the beer snob and all beer snob. I haven't seen nor drank what you guys have drank. I was However, hoping I you would admit, reward me a little. As I mentioned, this is something that, for the love, once you know that it's out and the date that it's released, within three days or four days, it's gone. So unless you Hours. Are, in some places. And if you are not on top of your beer game, you will never taste... What I am about to Ian, taste. Ian, tell the story about your mother drinking the beer. It was adorable. Let him finish his story. Okay. I'm actually done. That's okay. what I thought. Um, I don't know. My mom had this beer. Let me, let's oh. talk about. Your mom had. Let's talk about. What are we drinking? This Yo. beer first. So this is Goose Island's Bourbon County Bourbon Barrel Aged Out. It is debuted on Black Friday every year. Um, it has become. I like that we have a Black Wednesday beer and a Black Friday yeah, beer. At it the is same becoming table. increasingly more difficult to get one's hands on. Uh, I actually, I didn't even know what I was getting into in 2012 when I walked into the shop and I was like, "Oh, a bourbon barrel aged stout. I like those. Could I get that case, please?" And they sold it to me. So I picked up 24 bottles of this stout, and only after I bought it were people like, "Yo, you got a case of that? That stuff's crazy." And I was like, "Oh, I have something that's good." 
and I was vaguely aware that a beer was something that you could age, and if it was a darker, mm -hmm. heavier, stoutier beer, you could age it longer. And so I thought to myself, well, this beer is very good. I guess I'll age some of it. And so there were 24 bottles. I drank eight, and I put the rest in my basement. The next year, again, I think only by chance did I happen into the shop and be like, oh, or maybe like somebody posted on Facebook, and they're like, Bourbon County Stout's coming out. And I was like, oh, that's that beer that's in my basement. I like that. I should get it again. And I happened in, and they were like, yeah, you can have a case. Uh, and so that's 2013. And then 2014, I was like, I was kind of on my game, and they were like, yo, I don't know if we're going to have a case that we could sell you. You know, we're only getting like three. And I was like, that's cool. If you have one, I will buy it. I would love to. I spend some dollars here. I'm sure other people spend more dollars than I do. But I was lucky enough to get a case of it. And then this year, it was madness. <laughs> I didn't even know what was happening. They, they, they changed their whole bottle format from 12-ounce bottles to like 16.9. They're like, they're bigger, and they have little like flags coming off the side of the bottle that says the year and stuff. And it's, it's great. The beer is still fantastic. They're, They're beautiful bottles. Simple. But they come in 12 packs now. And I was like, but I want 24 because I'm, I'm aging a lot of them in my basement. I would like to continue to keep... I can't, what, what do I have to do? I don't know. And they're like, yeah, maybe we'll have a case for you. Maybe we won't. And so I stopped in and they had a case for me. But then there was other places that were selling like one bottle per person. And so I collected my forces and I got like basically another case worth of beer through my, my father and some friends and myself picking up beer and he was like wearing the groucho mark sunglasses to get yeah you. i was like i was in line three times in a row like me behind me behind me and people didn't notice it was great and i was like i got two bottles uh. there was just a mannequin behind me that i would switch out for i've yet to take a sip of this oh it's good oh god it's good it's but the best i need to and there's a small story that comes with this particular before i take a sip um i believe in total uh, I, recall no not total recall um oh. total Structure. wine total wine and more and more. Ta -da. Ta Total Wine and More. So I went on Total Wine and More and basically looked up what they considered to be the best beer within their they, stock. You can do that? Yes. They actually have, they have a... They have a database? Stars. They have, they have reviews oh. to which you can actually get. And according to everyone that has ever left a review... What I'm about to drink has been the best beer that they've ever had in their entire so, lives. So from what I heard, legend legend has it that this is like the first, this is what KBS decided that they want it to be. So that Bourbon County sense. was first, and then KBS was like, yeah, we could also do a Bourbon Valley. So yeah. we're not drinking something that's completely fair because this is aged. Correct. Yes, this is. Now, I did have this year's. That's what we shared with your mother, we right? We share that the other So, um, we were prepping. We had a huge media event on Monday. So, on Sunday night, we were prepping at Ian's house. And his mother decided, she kept saying, is it okay if I get into the kitchen to make some leftovers? <laughs> um, get out of here, you. And she made, like, leftover Thanksgiving dinner, which I appreciated because I didn't have Thanksgiving dinner. I was in New Orleans, so I made, like, catfish and brussels sprouts and mac and cheese because it was new orleans right so i didn't have any of my turkey and stuffing and all that stuff um so because ian's mother is the proper mainline lady that she is uh she sat down with actual plates and chargers and even poured some wine and afterwards she was like you've been talking all about that beer don't you think we should try some of that with dessert and he actually caved 
and brought up a bottle of this year's and I didn't think for anything he would open a bottle of this year's and it was glorious. I always like to drink. Oh, you know, it's good to know what you're getting into. It was glorious. Then I took three sips and gave it back to him and he looked at me like I was crazy and I was like, I have to drive home. It was good crazy because I was like, that means I get more. Yeah. No, he was not sad. He just wondered like what was wrong with me. Did I not like it or what? But no, it was it was really good. Podcasters who are going to give me angry fan mail. So this is in 2012. Stuff. This was 15 percent. Ha! It was 15 in 2012, so it's more now. Oh my gosh! Right? Wow. Can you taste the bourbon in this one? <laughs> it's. <laughs> Thank you, Professor. Oh, I'm gonna take a moment. Um, I just love wow. this beer. That, so that tastes like someone put a Threw cake. up bourbon in my stout. <laughs> in no. a good way, though. Without it the was, bile. Without the bile. It was, it tastes like someone chose to, okay, I'm not as beery as you guys are, and, and you're amazing in, in your beer, <laughs> but for the love, this is like harmony in my mouth. It's perfect. I'm Who's sorry. harmony? Uh, Again, and where does she live? Are we back to strippers from New Orleans <laughs> yeah, or from what? New Orleans. This has just the right yes. nuance in my mouth. And, and this is just delicious. This I is hope that beyond... KBS gets to be this someday, but they're not right now. And again, it's, it's aged, and I understand that. Um, I am going to be honest. Mm. For between the two of like us, cake. the amount of beer that we are aging alarms me a little like i don't know how to tell my homeowner's insurance like maybe i i've, I've wondered i wish i was able to insure my beer actually. yeah uh, the significant investment that i have should anything happen you know earthquake flood or fire to my beer is going to be a problem um this is the epitome of at the same time stone. i wonder sometimes if we're off our rockers like are, have we invested all of this money into aging beer and it's going to be worthless and then we try mad elf that's four years old and it's the best thing i've exactly ever. what is the price the measurement of beer in a dream what do you what do you, what do you measure it against <laughs> is there, more in there isn't any more there's i know there is a little more that was lovely okay Next time I'm picking okay. a little accept, glass so you feel it all the way. I'm okay with hate You mail. deserve it because you enjoyed tonight so oh hard. Oh my gosh, this is so mailbox. euphoric. This is exactly what I was hoping it would be. This is really good. So I got to say, I've had this year's and it was very good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was as good it as was not. this. It was not. And I don't think it was as good you know as the Java cask. The one that we had this year? I don't think this year's Bourbon County is as good as the Java cask that we just had. I, A, think that's true, and B, think I will give that feedback to Victory because I think it would go over very well. They should know. So that's why I was kind of like, mm. Well, again, mm. that big bottle was $16 for seven fifty. I don't know. Yeah, this know. bottle was like $14. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I have to explain this because it, when you have a piece, I'm, I'm taking this drink. I'm going to call it a drink. It's more than just beer. It's really not beer. It's like grown-up spirit beer. It, 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 it reminds me of a really a, a, a chocolate cake to when you place it into your mouth, the, the flavor just lingers within your mouth, and there's 
yes, you have the textures of what you're expecting. This would and go fantastic with the molten chipotle. I was just cake. thinking that when he said that, I was like, oh god, yeah. where's I'm my glad chipotle I molten? That up. Right you better Holy charge hell. extra, okay? Uh, that would be like the two hundred dollar a head dinner. Yeah, it, it, it would, would have to be. It would have to be. I would give up a four pack of this. Mm. Ooh, I want to. <laughs> I'm going to start buying like six You look cases. physically pained when you pain said me. that. You you're you know that there's not a lot of things I won't do for money. <laughs> I don't think I want to ever give up this beer. <laughs> that was so honest. I, I the, value that. Guys, take, everybody who's listening, take that perfect chocolate cake and that perfect flavor that goes into your mouth and how it lingers. And the only thing that's going to remove that flavor so that you can move on is milk. And that is this beer. I feel like this is very similar to the Mad Elf in that, so when the Mad Elf aged, instead of being like cherry honey ale, it was more like... um, Cherry brandy. Brandy. This, from 2012, does not feel like beer. It feels like smooth, silky, rich bourbon. I'm only mildly disappointed because I said that I would wait until it was aged five years before I drank it. And today I let... Life get the better of me. You offered. I didn't even ask. I did. Ask. I offered it. I don't even know what I was thinking. You still have more of this. This can still continue. You can play. Yeah, some but more now he health. wants to drink it all because he knows how got good like it 20 is. Twenty more bottles of it. Wow, fifteen probably. Ah, oh, that looks like regret on your face. It's a little bit of regret. I'm not regretting that I'm drinking this right now. I'm regretting that there's only fifteen more bottles of this to drink. And I can't decide whether I want to continue sharing it with people I like or to just secretly drink it by myself. That would be depressing. It would not be. You're such an extrovert. For our podcast audience, what would you compare this to in terms of its liquor equivalent? Heaven. (laughs) I'm not familiar with heaven. But if heaven were to be an actual place, I would hope that they would serve this. When Jesus is serving at the bar, you hope that he's serving. No, Jesus doesn't need to serve at the bar. He's got saints for that. Apostles. (laughs) They can do the serving. He can do like the, I'm the bar manager. Um, And maybe if you make good friends with him, he'll give it to you for free. But otherwise, you need to pay in souls or something. But is that Jesus or Satan? (laughs) So, Professor, if you were the bar (laughs) and and you had a very limited stash of this, and you were willing to put a dollar tag to it so that someone could actually Remember earlier tonight this. we were trying to figure out what the Dashing Rogue company is worth and what you'd sell it for? Let's not talk to our listeners about that. Let's talk about this beer right now. You have 15 bottles of it. You have 15 bottles. And if you had a bar and it was ice cold per- to perfection. No, it shouldn't be cold. It was to the temperature of perfection. All right. And the glass was perfection. And you chose Jay's to serve. going to be making our glasses. What would you serve this for for a dollar amount? What would the dollar amount be? In a one-of-a-kind, hand-blown, by Jay glass. Well, so here's the thing. This is my personal stash. This is not a bar stash. So obviously. In this hypothetical situation. Right. So I think I would charge like. All the money. Yeah, I would charge all the money. I only have 15 bottles, and I don't think I would even serve it. Could you open a bottle and serve it multiple times and be like, "Yeah, y'all get four ounces," and it's no, $15. you would be, you would be, well, okay. What do you obviously? I guarantee people will pay fifteen dollars for a four ounce pour of this. Fifteen, yeah, easily. Do you know people? 
I, I, would, I would honestly go higher than that because because Louis for for cognac would be yeah, thirty dollars a glass. Cognac. Dude, I would rather this, drink this beer this than any blows cognac. The door frankly. off of Louis in in my taste bud category. I have had Louis. This is nowhere near it. I don't All right. want to finish this. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. We are not going to do our typical, which was your favorite, because I'm pretty sure you could hear the euphoria coming through the speakers. Which was your second favorite? Second favorite is an interesting question. Java cask. Me too. Me three. I liked it better than the KBS. Me too. Though I'd like M3. to age the KBS for I, four years I appreciated, and try it again. I appreciated them for different reasons. Can we get more? Did you text him? I did not text him yet. I will see what I can do. I will remind you directly after this podcast. In the next 45 seconds. Tell him I will trade him some bottles of bourbon count. Uh, I won't. Maybe this year's. Professor Ayu, I owe you. This was awesome. Thank you so much. You are welcome. I'm pretty sure I think it put hair on my chest even. This was a very robust evening. Mine feels more billowy. Maybe less gray? No. Oh, stop. (laughs) You can't reverse aging. You can only halt it. It's sort of like... You cannot stop true love, or you can only delay it for a little while, or whatever. What's I'm not sure that I'm. I messed have up the Princess Bride quote so hard. I'm not sure I'm going to have this experience with beer again. You won't. Yeah, exactly. And now you know how we feel every time we go to a bar and see a tap list. But uh, I, I'm going to say this: someone in this world loves you so hard, and as soon as you outro, you can feel that love liquidly. I will take that. Thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Uh, if you want to send us any hate mail, you can email it. Uh, I'm at beermistress at dashingrogue.com. I am always online at beermistress or at facebook.com slash dashingrogue. I am at a delightfully happy place where I'm enjoying the Bourbon County Bourbon Barrel Age Stout from 2012. And I'm not sure exactly where you I have am to right make. Now. Bourbon panna cotta after this, and I'm pretty sure you can't spell bourbon. Panna cotta with this beer. Yes, I'm actually reasonably certain that would be completely viable. I almost want to try it. All right. Well, do you want to tell them about your Twitter? Nope. You talked about beer. (laughs) You talked about your euphoria. I occasionally tweet at dashing underscore rogue. Rusty nail. Anything to offer for the greater good, other than that you're ruined for all of. People don't hate me. I'm, I'm speaking from experience that oh, if you really ever true. have the experience and the opportunity to be able to go and start this process, be able to take a case and just be able to let it sit and just let it mature. Seriously, the, guys, some patience would be nice. Patience, patience is not my forte, but enjoying this is my forte, so I have to find the balance. Bourbon County, pay attention. Figure out when it's coming out. Grab it. Black Friday. It, and sit it. And let it sit. Good work, kids. This was a great, great episode. We're so mellow now. I'm very pleased. We're with like, oorah. Happy, delicious. All the calories. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for making 130 kind of a banner episode because... Yeah, 130. There yeah, we go. Way better than 127. <laughs> Screw that 127. Until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. Paul Professor. And I am the rusty nail. The mellowest rusty nail I've ever seen. See you then.